0: Hi, everyone. My name is Johanna, the host of Growing with Joe, where I talk about confidence, self love, growth, and mindset. My goal is to help young women like myself grow into the best versions of themselves. Thanks for choosing this podcast to listen to, and I hope you enjoy. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of Growing with Joe. I hope you're all having a wonderful day. Right now, I'm drinking a pumpkin spice latte. You know I had to go pick one up from Starbucks before I started recording today's episode. I have been waiting for them to release their fall drinks and I'm so happy that they're finally here, but I am so excited for fall, you guys. My favorite seasons are fall and winter, so I can't wait to start going to pumpkin patches and haunted houses soon. I just love the holidays so much. This is my favorite time of year. I always get really nostalgic around like Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas just because it reminds me of my childhood and good memories and it's just so festive and fun. Who doesn't love the holidays? But yeah, I'm already watching horror movie marathons and trying to figure out what I want to be for Halloween. I've been looking on Pinterest for some inspo and it's only September 6th. Yesterday was literally Labor Day. so. It's extremely early, but I don't care as long as it's September, it's fall and Halloween time in my book. But it actually kind of feels like fall today where I'm at. Like it's sunny out, but it's really chilly. Like I, I would say that it's cold enough to wear like a long sleeve shirt and like pants like it's not that warm out. But yeah, um, anyways, let me stop rambling on about Halloween before I go on a whole tangent um today is also my first day of college this is gonna be my sophomore year so after i'm done recording this i'm gonna do some classwork, which sounds so weird to be saying i'm not used to fitting like studying and taking tests and doing all of that into my schedule since i've had the past three and a half months off but gonna have to get used to that and then tonight i'm actually going to the melting pot with my best friend I've actually never been there. I've been wanting to go for the longest time. I just haven't gotten around to doing it. So can't wait to try out their dessert. It looks amazing. Their chocolate fondue. So I will definitely let you guys know how it went in the next episode. But that's all that I have going on in my personal life right now pretty much. So we're just going to get right into today's episode. There is like... There's like a bird or a cricket. I can't tell but like I'm sitting in my addition and it's kind of like a sunroom There's a lot of windows. So you can hear everything outside and there's this like cricket or this bird chirping That's so loud and it's like distracting me. So Sorry if I like I don't know It's hard for me to focus like hearing that or if you guys can hear it in the background. That's what that is. But anyways today i'm going to be talking about ways to save and make money in your teens and 20s wow that kind of rhymes i didn't realize that until i said that out loud but my audience is geared towards younger women like i said in their teens and 20s so i feel like this is a weird time for everyone because a lot of people are in college or high school currently only working a part-time job everybody's doing different things and on different paths Not many people are in the workforce yet, working a nine-to-five at this age, making big girl money yet, and COVID screwed over a lot of people's jobs. I know a lot of people are having a hard time finding work, so this episode is for people who want to have a little extra side income or spending money, and this is also for people who want to learn how to budget and save their money a little bit better, and I wanna start by saying that I'm obviously not a financial expert, but I have been working since I was 16 years old, since the age I was allowed to work. So like right away I did get a job. Um, I'm 19 now, working two jobs. I was able to save up and buy a car completely by myself with no help while in college. It's completely paid off. I pay for all of my own expenses. And I also have the privilege of traveling a lot because I saved my money to do so. Tonight, my friend and I were booking our trip to Los Angeles in the winter. I am so excited because I've never been to the West Coast yet. So I can't wait to see what LA has to offer. Um, I was going to say something else, but I forget. I don't know. But oh, yeah, if you guys have any like recommendations on like places to eat, good restaurants or like good places to visit. We still like are trying to plan out what we want to do and where we want to go. So if you guys have any recommendations, please let me know. Feel free to DM me. My Instagram is Hannah Coopy. My DMs are always open. But yeah, we kind of wanted to do something big for my 20th birthday and I've never been to the West Coast, so I wanted to see what California was all about. But anyways, traveling is something that i really enjoy so i always prioritize saving my money to be able to go on multiple vacations a year which i'm very thankful to be able to do but yeah my parents have always raised me to be financially independent ever since i was a child i was never really the type of kid to ask my parents for money to go to the mall or hang out with friends i always worked for my money and paid for everything by myself I remember like before I had a job when I was younger, say I would get like $300 for Christmas and I would save that money all year round to be able to like go out and do stuff. So like I feel like I taught myself from a very young age how to save money and make it last. <laughs> so maybe I am a financial expert when it comes to that. No, I'm just kidding, but anyways Um, There's nothing wrong with that if your parents had provided you with money or a car or things like that, obviously. But if you are becoming financially independent, let's say you're going to college or you're moving into an apartment and your parents are not funding that, they're not paying for your rent, they're not paying for your meal plan, whatever, and you haven't been taught how to be financially independent or save money, hopefully some of these tips will help you out when it comes to that. But... That's pretty much all of like, the background that I have on myself, we're just gonna get into it, but first I'm gonna be talking about ways to save money, and later on in the episode I'll be talking about some ways to make some extra money. So <laughs> I don't know why I just said that like that, that came out really weird. But anyways, <laughs> that cricket is still like distracting me, but I don't know. Anyways, my first tip for saving money is to learn how to do things yourself and what i mean by this is nails lashes hair makeup all that there are youtube tutorials on anything beauty related that you can think of i swear youtube has a tutorial for everything on the planet um these appointments can be super expensive and they add up very quickly and if you're only working a part-time job like i was it is very possible to blow your entire paycheck in just one sitting by getting your nails and lashes done. Like I've been there and it sucks. So let's say you want to save money on your nails, but you want to keep them looking nice and maintained. There are acrylic kits that you can buy on Amazon and learn how to do your own acrylic nails. I actually have a kit myself. Um, I believe mine was like 30 or $35. So it was actually on like the lower end. I would recommend getting a kit that's like, on the higher end, they usually range from like sixty to a hundred dollars. But those ones come with like the drill. They come. Mine did not come with a drill, so I literally had to like file mine down manually, and it took forever. So I would recommend getting one with a drill. And usually, like the higher end ones, they have the good nail tips that aren't gonna bend and break. So I would recommend like investing in a nicer one. But what's nice is that, like say you're spending $100 on a nail kit and it comes with 100 tips. I know mine came with 100. That means you're literally spending only $1 on every set of nails that you do on yourself, as opposed to going to the salon and spending $100 every single time you go, every two weeks. So that is a huge game changer when it comes to saving money on your nails. Um, But I do understand that not everyone is capable of doing their own nails It can be really time consuming to learn how to do them yourself and it can be very difficult. And some of us just aren't super creative (laughs) and we don't have artistic skills. Like sometimes I would do my own acrylic nails and they would look really good if I just did like a simple color. But sometimes when I tried to do like my own designs, they looked like absolute crap. Like they just weren't it. Um, So if you don't think you're capable of like doing your own designs and things like that, Press-on nails are a good option. Most of them range from like $20 to $60, which are still cheaper than getting a full set at the salon. I've seen so many cute press-on nails online that look so good. I've actually seen a couple TikTokers advertising their nails on my For You page. I don't remember their usernames because they just like came up in my feed. I wasn't following them, but... I can try to look for some after I'm done recording this and I will put them in the show notes for you guys if you want to buy your own press on nails but obviously they aren't going to look perfect the first time you do them and some of them might pop off here and there but like I said with practice and learning how to apply them correctly by watching tutorials and like prepping them right they can look just as good as the salon would um I had a co-worker who always had the prettiest nails. I swear they were done every single week. They always looked so nice. But every time I asked where she got them done, she would tell me that they were press-ons. I believe she said she got hers from Etsy. So that's another place that you can order yours from. And she said they were like $20. But I would have never known that they weren't acrylic if she didn't tell me that's how good they looked. They always had like really cute designs on them. They had like the charms. They looked very expensive. So you can definitely pass like press on nails off as being like professionally done at the salon. You can pass them off as like a full set. So yeah, would definitely recommend doing that. I actually have press on nails on right now. So yeah, love them. They're very cheap and yeah, they're super, they're really easy to put on. It takes like 10 minutes to prep them. So that's a good option. Sorry, I just had to laugh. Like, I can't talk today, guys. I don't know why, but (laughs) my words are just, I feel like I'm, like, thinking faster than I'm speaking. So, like, my words are not coming out correctly. But anyways, um, (laughs) if you like getting your lashes done, maybe start watching tutorials on how to apply individuals yourself. Um, Make sure you're doing this with a safe glue and do your research if you're a beginner because I know professional glue and the fumes can definitely harm your eyes very badly if you are not careful. So definitely make sure you're using a very safe glue or maybe start just using like strip-on lashes instead of like getting extensions done. That will save you a lot of money, but... Yeah, I've saved so much money by learning how to do my own nails and lashes. It's insane because I'm not spending over $200 every two weeks to maintain them. I'm only spending like $10 on like press-on nails and then I'm spending like another 10 on like lashes. So I'm spending like $20 as opposed to 200 So that's a great option in my opinion, but... <laughs> This can even go for food if you don't know how to cook for yourself and you're the type of person to eat out at restaurants all the time or buy fast food or use DoorDash or Uber Eats. That money also racks up a lot, especially with all the fees that they add and the tips. Um, So it's important to learn how to do things yourself so that you don't have to pay someone else to do that service for you. And like I said, we're so lucky to live in a generation where we have access to the internet and tutorials for everything. You can easily pull up a YouTube video if you don't know how to make something. It literally takes two minutes. It's not time consuming, so yeah. And also this reminded me, in the beginning of this episode, I mentioned that I'm drinking a Starbucks drink. Yes, the drink was expensive. It was like $5, but I bought it as a treat for myself. And I do have a cold brew maker at my house that I use majority of the time So i'm saving money and not spending four to five dollars for a coffee every single day This is not something that I do every day. I don't want to sound like a hypocrite. I go I don't go to starbucks every single day Or go to the melting pot every single day. This is something that I do like once every other week or once a month. So Just wanted to put that out there. Um But yeah, you'll definitely save money by cooking meals at home rather than eating out all the time. And it's nice to have the luxury of someone providing service for you. And it's nice to treat yourself once in a while. I'm not saying to never do these things, but you really do save so much money when you limit yourself. Um, So if you're the type of person to eat out at restaurants or order in four times a week, let's say, maybe try to limit yourself to one or two days a week. This actually reminded me, I have like a little outline where I wrote things down on like things that I wanted to say so I didn't forget, but this kind of popped into my head. Um, You could also like meal prep and meal plan. I know a lot of people, they have like journals and they'll write down like what they want to eat for the week. So they'll go shopping and then just spend like, say every Saturday or every Sunday, like cooking those meals so that all you have to do is literally like microwave them. And it takes like five minutes. So that's definitely like a time saver. And I feel like that's definitely a money saver as opposed to like going out to eat every single day or getting fast food. I really need to start like meal prepping (laughs) because to be honest, I'm very lazy when it comes to cooking. I don't like to cook at all. So usually I'll just find meals that are like really quick and easy around the house. I don't eat out a lot, but like I try to find things that are really easy to make when I should be like meal prepping and making like healthier options. So I, that's something that I wanna start doing. But yeah, um, that's all that I have for that one. Um, another tip that I have for saving money is not always buying name brand items. There are so many makeup dupes that you can find. So instead of paying $50 for a high-end makeup product, product. Oh my God, guys, like I seriously cannot today. But yeah, you can find a dupe at a drugstore for much cheaper. A lot of the time, drugstore items work just as well as the name brand items and you're just paying for the name. This isn't always the case, but sometimes it is. Um, you can also find dupes for perfume as well. I've seen plenty of YouTube and TikTok accounts that are dedicated to helping people find the best product dupes. And I've actually been complimented on some of my cheapest perfumes more than I have the expensive ones that I wear. So I will also try to find some of the YouTubers that post product dupes, and I will also put those in the show notes for you guys as well. Um, Another thing, I'm also a really big thrifter. I love to go thrift shopping. It's one of my favorite hobbies. I've been doing this since I was very young with my mom. And I feel like thrift stores are one of the best places to find cheap clothing, furniture, decor, you know, if you're living in an apartment or a dorm room and you want to decorate, thrift stores are a great place to like find really cute decor and like furniture. I don't know if I'd buy a couch from a thrift store because you don't know like where it's coming from or if it's clean, but like they have like chairs at thrift stores. They have really cute like Christmas lights that I've seen, things like that. I would definitely buy from a thrift store but yeah um, they have everything at thrift stores even like books and toys for little kids I've seen I have found some really cute clothing at my local thrift store you just have to take the time to look Um, if you can't afford to pay like $40 or $50 for a top at the mall or if you think that price is just absurd like I do you can always go thrifting and find items that are much cheaper for like one to five dollars a piece and it's just in it's more like environmentally friendly buying secondhand so would definitely advocate for that i'm trying to like cut back on buying like fast fashion clothes i'm trying to cut back on all that like just buying like trendy pieces that will be like cute for a couple months and then everyone will stop wearing them and then i'll end up getting rid of them so I'm trying to find more like basic pieces that I can pair with like multiple outfits so that I'm getting like a lot of use out of them, and I'm not wasting them, but yeah, so I think thrifting is a great option and it's better for the environment, so I strongly recommend that, but yeah, um, usually when I get my paycheck, I always save at least half of it, if not more. I want to start investing my money so that it starts growing instead of just sitting in my savings account i've heard so many times that when you turn 18 and you're in your 20s now is the best time to start investing for your future so i really want to open a roth ira account and to be honest i am not financially literate when it comes to investing so i'm not really the person to ask about this but i wanted to put this in here because I feel like not many people know what a roth ira account is and i feel like a lot of younger people aren't educated on investing like myself like i could not tell you one person that i know personally that's my age that invests their money so i feel like this is really important so i wanted to put this in here so if that's something you're interested in maybe talk to a financial advisor or start doing some research on investing some people make a killing off of investing their money. So this is something that I've definitely been wanting to do and want to get into. Since I'm turning 20 this winter, I actually feel like I'm getting a late start. I should have like done this when I turned 18, but oh well. <laughs> um, But yeah, if you're listening to this and you're 18 plus, you should probably start investing your money and talk to someone about doing so. I think that's a really smart Financial decision, but yeah, that's pretty much all the tips that I wrote down for saving money. Now I'm going to be talking about some ways to make money on the side. So, the first tip that I have for making money is starting a Poshmark or a Depop account. If you don't know what Poshmark and Depop are, they are clothing websites where you can sell your gently used items, you can even sell shoes, handbags. Anything I've actually seen decor there. I forgot to mention that earlier so Poshmark is another place that you can find like cute room decor Or also thrift stores. Like I said, um, I currently only run a Poshmark account I did have a depop account a while back But I deleted it because I wanted to focus on only one platform at the time I kind of felt like running two at the same time was a little difficult and confusing when I first started out, but I've been thinking about starting a Depop again, now that I have the hang of it, but this is great for people who are in high school or college and don't really have time to work a part-time or a full-time job, especially if you have sports or if you just wanna focus on your studies or if you just wanna do this as a side hustle and have some extra spending money. Um, I work two jobs, like I said, and I'm in college, and it's so easy to run a clothing website at the same time. It's not time-consuming at all. Literally, all you need is a phone and a printer. You can download the app. It's free on the App Store. You just snap a couple pictures of the items you want to sell. Poshmark will email you the shipping label that you have to print out whenever someone purchases something, and you can just drop it off at the post office or have them pick it up from your house while they're doing like their mail delivery, but... Yeah, I've made a pretty good amount from Poshmark, and I really haven't put that much effort in, to be honest. One of my goals is to start putting more time into my clothing website. So if you want to go check mine out, my page is Johanna Coopy. Um, yeah, if you want some inspo on like how to take your pictures or like how to list, you can always look at my page. But yeah, this isn't sponsored. I just really like the website, and I wanted to put you guys on. But... Yeah, there have been women who have quit their full-time jobs just because they were making more off of Poshmark, which is awesome. So you could definitely make some really good money if you put a little bit of effort in every day or every week consistently. This also reminded me, I didn't write this down as well. I keep coming up with ideas as I'm speaking, but um, Plato's Closet is another place. I'm going to be honest, guys, it's not my favorite option. I would definitely prefer Poshmark over Plato's Closet. But the good thing about Plato's Closet is that they offer cash on the spot. So like you take your clothes there and they'll buy whatever they think is cute and they'll give you cash right away. Um, so you don't have to like, as opposed to Poshmark, you're not waiting for the item to ship and someone to accept the order. You're just getting money right away. But the only like bad thing about Plato's Closet is that you don't get to pick the prices for like what you're selling your things as. So like you could have like, say, Lululemon leggings that are brand new and they might only give you $5 for it. So it's they kind of rip you off a little bit. So I'm not like a huge fan of Plato's Closet. But if you're looking for like cash on the spot and you're looking for like a very quick way to make some money, this is a good option. But yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. Definitely not my favorite, but... It's something. <laughs> but yeah, another way that I have made money is through doing brand deals. Some of you may be into social media and some of you might not be. But if you're listening to this and you've been thinking about taking your Instagram seriously or your TikTok seriously, you definitely should. I would recommend that. Um, I only have a little over 3,000 followers on my Instagram, so I definitely would not consider myself an influencer. Um, but I have made money off of doing brand deals and it's definitely possible to do so with a very small following like I do. Um, all you have to do is reach out to brands, shoot them an email pitching yourself. And it's really that simple. A lot of the time they have reached out to me first, so I didn't even have to find brands to sponsor me. But if you're scared to reach out to brands, you just have to tell yourself that the worst thing they can say is no or not respond at all. And like everyone says, you miss all the shots you don't take. So if you've been considering getting into social media, whether it be starting a podcast, a YouTube channel, an Instagram, or a TikTok account for business purposes, you definitely should. Obviously, influencers can make a lot of money through doing brand deals. So if it's something you're passionate about and have the time for, I would definitely recommend doing it um let's say you're into fashion a lot you could do like fashion hauls on your tiktok and like how you style the pieces that you buy or if you're really into makeup you could like post videos of like your favorite products and like how you apply them or like makeup tutorials and brands will just start reaching out to you it's really that simple but i do understand that not everyone listening to this wants to be an influencer But I just wanted to kind of throw this in here for anyone who, like, has been thinking about it but, like, is kind of hesitant. I think it's a good way to make some money. And it's very easy to, like, blow up on TikTok. I know Instagram is kind of hard to, like, grow on. But TikTok, you can, like, blow up overnight and start making money from your account. So, yeah. Would definitely recommend that if that's something you're thinking about. But the last way... That you can make some extra side money is, I wrote dog sitting, nannying, or even like house cleaning. There are apps like care.com and WAG that are free on the app store and you can download on your phone. It literally only takes like 20 to 30 minutes to set up a profile for yourself. And what's nice is that you're basically working for yourself. It's not like you have to stress about going to an interview for an employer or being scheduled at certain hours on certain days of the week. Your hours can be super flexible and you can set your own schedule so it's not like let's say you have to go to school and then you have to go to your part-time job immediately after and work a five hour shift it's not like that you could only work like you could only work like one or two hours if you wanted to um but i believe all you need to do is pay for a background check i think it's like twenty dollars but it's actually good that they require people to do that in my opinion um Personally, I would not want a random stranger who has a background of, like, very bad crimes watching my children or my pets unsupervised. So I personally think it's a good thing that they make people do that. But yeah. Um, but nannying, I feel like, is very slept on. I know someone personally who does this, and she makes very good money doing it. Um but, yeah, I feel like it's super easy. You just, like, hang out with kids all day and watch TV or go to the park or the zoo. Like, it's a very chill do- job. I almost said dog. It's a very chill dog. But, yeah, I remember, like, my uncle, he had a no pair that, like, lived with him in his house. And, like, I'm sure she made very good money, like, being a stay-in nanny or a live-in nanny, I mean. But, yeah. Same with like dog walking or pet sitting. If you're an animal lover, like how nice would it be to just hang out with dogs all day and get exercise by, walk- by walking them? So like, I don't know what like, guys, I keep messing up my words, but I feel like I'm so long into the podcast that I don't want to stop it and start over. So I'm sorry if I keep like messing up what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like These jobs are very chill and not as stressful as the service industry where you're like dealing with the public all day long and they aren't physically exhausting like a manual labor job. So yeah, would strongly recommend like dog sitting or nannying. I think it'd be kind of fun. But yeah, those are all the tips that I have for saving and making more money in your teens and 20s. That's going to be it for today's episode. I hope one of these tips helped you in some way. Once again, thanks for taking the time and choosing my podcast to listen to. If you'd like to follow me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Hannah Coopy. Feel free to follow this podcast and leave a review. Um, I think that's so cool that you can leave a review on Spotify now. I don't remember them doing that. I think they just like recently added that feature, but yeah. If this was helpful, I'd love it if you'd share this episode with a friend or someone who you think would need it. But I will see you guys next Tuesday. Bye.